Welcome to the Cultivate Church Planting Podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined once again by church planting expert Daniel Williams and also by our special guest, Casey Cleveland, who's the pastor of the Avenue Church and is a church planter from the Spanish River Church in Boca Raton, Florida. Spanish River has planted hundreds of churches in 38 countries over the past 40 years, and church planting is a core part of their DNA. Well, Casey's going to talk to us today about how we can create a culture that values and supports the important ministry of church planting in our own churches. He also has some great advice for those who are not in leadership at their church, but want to see more focus on church planting. This was my first time meeting Casey, but I really appreciated his humility, authenticity, and genuine heart for Christ. I'm sure you'll be blessed as you listen to today's episode. Here's Daniel and Casey. Welcome to the Cultivate Church Planting Podcast. I'm glad to have on the show Casey Cleveland from the Avenue Church. Representing. uh, Representing and uh, having back um, with us as my guest co-host, Daniel Williams. Did you just look at your phone to look up my name? No, no, your name is (laughs) even on my phone. I was looking up, I'm thinking two steps. Oh, you're you're multitasking. I'm multitasking. That's okay. I'm here for you. I'm glad to be here again. So we heard that Daniel Williams, before we hit record, was actually freestyle rapping. Have you ever wow. heard this, Casey? I have not heard this, no. Yeah, so I mean, I, I am a musician, but little did incredible. you know, I, I do grow up in the hood. My brother was a DJ. Okay. And so I listened to music and did a little freestyle, did a little rapping, did a little, you know, stuff like Should that. I'm not going to. Right now and huh? then see what happens? Well, let's see. Hey, maybe if we get a thousand likes. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what they, what they do? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Likes. <laughs> I don't know. I just, a thousand likes for a freestyle. That's right. Hey, people uh, do crazy stuff. What are we streaming things. right now or on Twitter? No, something? we're not. Okay, we're at th- a thousand <laughs> likes. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll get it later. Um, but uh, Casey is a master church planner. No, and- I wouldn't wow. even say a master. Wow. I would say like a master, master? Of master. I I prefer, and I call him doctor. Whoa! You got your doctorate, didn't you? I did. I yeah. did. Yeah, it's hard hard to believe, but they they let me out with a piece of paper that says uh, says that on it. So yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's no. True. Casey's been a really good friend. We pastor in the same city, Delray Beach, Florida, the beloved, and. Um, you know, it's been really cool to be able to grow in a relationship, especially when we talk about cultivate church planning. And uh, when I first came to the city, he had started, what, two or three years be right before me, maybe? Yeah, so we're, we just celebrated year 12. Okay, so you're celebrating year 12. I'm on year 10 coming up uh, in, in January. So um, it's exciting to be able to see Casey not only from um, afar, but up close and mm-hmm. for a long time. And so when you were talking about having people on the show that we can learn from, I think we have a lot to learn from Casey and just culture of church planning and, um, man, just building a culture of church planning and not necessarily uh, making it about his kingdom, but he just does such a good job of just investing in others. Nice. So, Dr. Casey. (laughs) My wife will appreciate this episode because nobody really knows that, but she paid the price for that. Uh, Your wife listens? My wife doesn't listen to anything. Well, I'll I'll tell her to listen to this one because you might freestyle and... And And you're called doctor. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. (laughs) I like that. So, when when did you get the doctorate? How long ago was it? Um, That was probably about three, four years ago. Three, four years ago. So, in all that time, how many times have you been called doctor? 
Including today? Including today. Um, today is about probably three or four. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, right. Uh, I, I don't know, seven, eight times. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 Right. That sounds good. I like, I mean, it sounds, Dr. Casey, it's got yeah. a nice. So. Yeah, but but now I need to like say things that, that like oh, live yeah, up to yeah, it. So yeah, it's yeah, better yeah. to like kind of right. like yeah. play that on the DL. That's you know right. what I'm saying? You should wait till the end. And then That's if right. you say some really profound right. stuff, it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 well, I'm a doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, Every so. time I quote. Mr. Cleveland, I say doctor. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Because it makes, by association, we're smarter because we know him. Well, I, I just met him, but if we quote him, it's like, yeah. You exactly. Know him? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I love how this podcast is going so far. <laughs> we're, I, well, we just decided we're going to give a little entertainment because sometimes church planners are very discouraged yeah. and they sometimes need to they smile. They just need to yeah. smile. Absolutely. And that's okay. Smile. Absolutely. Joy. Casey, tell us about um, your church and just a little bit of a summary of how it got started. And then we can talk about um, developing a culture of church planning. So what's, what's your church like? Yeah, so our church, uh, what's it like, how it got started? What our church is like, is a, I would just say it's like a beautiful mess, right? Like, <laughs> like nice. we're in year 12 and, um, you know, we've we've learned some things, but we're still like um, the the person who's trying to put the Jenga puzzle kind of back together. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It hasn't fallen this, down yet, Yeah, though. well, it's, it's, it's probably, it's got some pieces that are missing okay. for sure and, and all over the place, but, um, you know, we're, we're, we're figuring out, you know, as we go, we're trying to stay in step with the spirit and, and, um, that doesn't mean without like vision and strategy and things like that. But, um, you know, I just, just from the, from the get, you know, like there's a time when we, I guess, stopped being a church plant and became a church. I don't know when that was. Mm -hmm. Somebody that is actually a good question. I've always wondered that too. Like when is a church not a, cause we're planting a church yeah, now Yeah. and, uh, we're, we're still, we're just a year and a half in. Yeah. But I feel like we're kind of like a normal church, but we're still planting. But what's the answer, Daniel? You're the expert Well, here. I would say well, my expertise doctor, is um, I've planted seven times in 10 years because mm -hmm. I've had seven locations <laughs> in one city. That's right. You're always so, restarting. And the award yeah. goes to? So I feel, yeah, I feel like I'm continually planting. But I do, I do think that there's a stability of your faith muscle where you start trusting the Lord. And what is, was a step of faith two years ago is not. Hmm. And so uh, in a yeah, church a plant, answer. God grants yeah. you a gift of faith and you go out. But then you just actually start living in that that necessity or the dependency of the Lord. Mm, and so good. that's why typically people will say three, five, yeah. seven years, mm -hmm. because at that point you only have yourself to blame for culture. Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. truly leading, right, right. you're truly raising up and you're just like, listen, after three and a half years, Jesus had some. Okay. Yeah. So you, right. know, you should have three and a half years as well. Yeah. Let's just call yeah. that something too. That's yeah. good. So I don't know. I don't know what the, the smart people say. I like say, that. Right? That was a good answer. Huh, good well, and you know, what's interesting is like, I never saw us as that or myself as a pastor. I saw myself more as a planter. Okay. And somebody, somebody kind of like informed me along the way, like you're, you're not a church plant. You're a, you're a church and you're not planting anymore. You're now pastoring. And there's a uh -huh. shift that needs to actually happen in, uh -huh. in even some of my mindset, which was like, um, because I think, I think potentially I have, I have maybe, maybe I lean more towards a planter mindset, like, you know, and there's a specific calling to that, but yep. 
it just it just so happens that my calling has has transformed i i believe from planter to to, to now pastoring so that's a good a good uh, point because i'm the same way mm-hmm. i've i feel like a plant i've we talked about this in another episode um that gift of like an apostle mm-hmm. where you're mm-hmm. going you're like the apostle paul and i just give this decla- disclaimer again i don't think i'm like the apostle paul I'm not that great. I'm not even a doctor. Did he just one up my doctor? Yeah. Well, that, I, so, I, I mean, yeah. Apostle Paul's. I've never been called an apostle anything. Can you call me Apostle Paul, <laughs> Kelly? So we can call you doctor yeah. and him apostle. Yeah. Yeah. No, please don't. <laughs> no, okay, no, we won't embarrass you. <laughs> I just started this podcast, man. Come on, I don't want to get kicked out already. They're like, "What's he saying on there? Did you listen to this?" Um, yeah. So the the real that's a good point because. Like, how do you feel now that you're at this church, you're no longer a planter. Mm -hmm. You're no longer the visionary. Well, you have vision. I'm Mm -hmm. sure you do. Mm -hmm. But you're no longer like that initial excitement, the struggle, the faith that's Mm -hmm. required. Mm -hmm. There's a big difference between a the gifting that is required to start something and the one that's required to continue in it. I'm asking this for myself because my wife and I are feeling like we might be in Florida for a long time. Mm -hmm. We haven't been in in any one place very long at all. So just so you know, my background we were missionaries in east africa for mm-hmm. 10 years we planted a church in uh, washington we were there for four years i was a mission pastor for three years we were in new zealand this last time for a couple years so we bounce around so i'm feeling like is this it lord is this mm-hmm. the place where we're gonna mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. be a pastor and settle down into this ministry so what's your thought on that i know it's a long question but i love that um transition between now I'm a planter. Now I'm a pastor. Mm-hmm. What are you feeling? Like, does that bum you out or? I mean, for, for a minute, I, it took, it took my mind some adjusting because there were some necessary boundaries that needed to happen. You know, sort of like when I'm, when, when you're, when you're a dink, right? Double income, no kids. <laughs> you can do nice. a lot of stuff. I'm like, I don't know what a dink is, but I yeah. bet I'm one. You can. <laughs> Double income, no kids. That's like date night every night. Right? People yeah. don't even realize it's like, that. What do you want? You live in, and you live in Florida. Oh Ooh, my Which gosh. key are you going to? Or like, you know, what are we doing this weekend? It's just like wide, wide open, right? Yeah. And so it was kind of like, like that transition, you know, where, where there's boundaries, but like they were pretty wide open. Then you have kid one, kid two, and so on and so forth. And so it changes sort of the boundaries and, and where you position your energy and things like uh-huh. that. And so I think for me, it, it, it was that it was just like learning healthy boundaries in this new season of our church. And, you know, so the question would become like, are you called to, to get a church to year three or four and then go do it again? Like, you know, we, we all know, um, Apostle Paul, the OG, the OG who did that. <laughs> uh, but, but, um, maybe that's not your calling. So anyways, when I, when it was clear that that wasn't our calling, then it became me just trying to learn some new healthy boundaries of, okay, so this is the mindset that I ran with and it, and it had more of a shotgun approach. Okay. And so now, now we have to have a little bit, maybe more of a rifle approach and like, we're going to uh, dig deep with who we have. And you're going to see yourself as maybe like more of a dad, you know, and a dad comes home on time and a, and a dad is consistent and a dad is available to the people in his home. It's not like the crazy uncle who's out having fun. It's right. like, now we're dad, right. we're, we're regular. Right. Yeah. And so, consistent. you know, and, 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 and one of the places that I, you know, thinking back now that I, that I certainly must have caught some of this was where we were planted from. So Spanish River Church, that was, you know, your original question. They, they are the church that planted us. Okay. And David Nicholas, was the original planter of Spanish River and then stayed there like 40 plus years or however long, you know. So he did exactly kind of like what we're doing now is planted, stayed, okay. but then 
the Spanish River and, and he and, and his wife, Nora, they gave themselves to church planting, even though right. they were going to Is he the there. founder mm-hmm. of the ministry? And Spanish River, from what I understand, has planted hundreds and hundreds of churches. Yeah, they're, they're sort of uh, probably under the radar. Like I'd say probably, I, I don't know the numbers, but I'm going to say top five like that, that we know of in our, yeah. in our time. Yeah. It's just that they do it in such a way where you're like, Oh, you're a Spanish river plant. Oh, you're a Spanish, right. but you wouldn't know because okay. they, they, you, everybody gets to wear a different Jersey Yeah, and they just yeah. fund and they don't need the credit and, or the recognition. Right. They're just, they're right. wanting to see the job right. done. I love so, that. So that, so we're a story of that, right? So we're about 10 miles away, probably door to door, uh, from Spanish river church. And what I was told, first of all, I went in there worked for the school then I worked for the church for a couple of years and I said listen I'm not, I'm not gonna uh, plant a church like I know we're into that like that was our culture there but like I'm not that <laughs> specifically told my supervisor that and then about you know two and a half three years later I'm in the same office feeling like man I have to tell you something and so when I told him that I was feeling called to to church plant in Delray um, the response from the church was pretty much take whoever you want and, wow. and we will we will fund you for multiple years uh-huh. and and like make sure that you're healthy. Uh-huh. Yep. And so that that's what I that's left up. No wonder they planted so many churches. That's of course. Positive just enforcement of the vision. And and, and dude, we're like 10 miles away. So it's not like we're like saying, oh, we're going to Jacksonville. Right. Or we're going to. Yeah. It's like and and I coached people's kids like I was. I got saved at Spanish River. So again, like I'm one of their like sons, if you will. Yeah. And they had and they weren't. Um, they were just so open-handed, even though I was going to plant like in the neighborhood. So it's like, that's what I learned. So how did that affect you right now? Now that you are pastoring, Mm -hmm. you planted here. Mm -hmm. Now you have a congregation, you're pastoring in the role. How do you keep that up? That culture of like, okay, I want, I want to embrace that. I've learned that I've accepted it. Like now, what are the things that you do now? to pass that culture on in your church. Yeah. Well, for, well, first of all, it's something that like, I feel like God's put in my heart is like we win by giving it away. So hmm. our definition of winning is how fast and, and healthy we can give it away. Mm-hmm. And, and so what I mean by that is like our resources to see other, you know, specifically we're talking about church plants, church plants thrive. And so some of the things that we do and, and maybe one thing that we haven't done, I thought that to be a church planning church, you would have to see the story of like this guy that, you know, comes into your church. He's a total wreck. He gets saved. You build him up and then you send him out and, and like a group of people go with him that, and that's what yeah. a church planning does. Cause that was sort of your story. Well, yeah, yeah, like yeah, exactly. Going yeah. up into church, right, getting exactly. discipled, getting on staff. Totally. Like, yeah. Like that to me is the, is the hallmark story of church planning, but here's the deal 12 years in and it's never happened. Hmm. So so there was a there was a time when I was kind of disillusioned, like like what's up, man? Like why are we not being able to reproduce what what we were? And I I think what what the Lord has shown me is is kind of the same thing He's shown me through through foster care because we're foster now adoptive parents. Is like you don't have to like actually do what we did in order to participate in the foster care movement. There's a lot of venues to help support this move of God, and church planning is the same way. You don't have to like completely reproduce what you are in order to be a part. So, so for example, um, you know, I've got, uh, the hat on my head is 11th element and that is a church planning movement of, uh, somebody who 
uh, goes into CrossFits and wants to see churches planted. Oh, dang. Do you have to do CrossFit when you go in, though? You do. They like, you want to come to church here? Let's do some kips. What's it called when they flip? Is that, it's called kips, right? I don't, I'm not a part of a gym like that, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think we all went into a lane that we don't we don't swim in normally. No, no. but we love Jesus and right. right. That's and right. Like, it's a cool hat, too. For yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And if you good. can see me, you can see I haven't hit a lot of CrossFits. So, um, <laughs> but, but here's the deal. He looks fit, by the way. You look fit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe not on the run, the running side yeah, without okay. the cross, without right. the cross. Um, but but here's here's the deal. So Logan uh, came to us, and Logan was uh, the youth pastor actually at Spanish River. So it's not a guy that like came up in our church and things like that. But what what made sense was for him to do a residency with us because we were a lot closer to having planted than Spanish River at the time. Spanish River mm-hmm. was like let's say you know 35 years old, 40 years old. Yep. We mm-hmm. at the time were like eight or nine. And so again, here's just the generosity and the goodness of God in like the John 17, you know, being worked out. It's like, so he came to us, did about, I forget if it was about a year or whatever residency with us. Actually, he had started the plant. So it was almost like in process and we were able to, so so something specific, we gave him a year residency, uh, which was a lot of like uh, my time, you know? And so I just tried to talk to him and love him and care for his heart and share some wisdom along the way. And so, so there was that, then we supported him, you know, so it was financial, it was relational. We championed him at our church. So he preached and people heard his story and it was like, Hey, go to 11th element and things like that. And then, um, you know, what, what we'll always say, especially with a local church is if you feel called to plant, go with him. Like, mm. like go, that, that would be awesome. We'd celebrate that. And so anyways, those are some things that we've done with like 11th element with other church plants. We're a part of, you know, a network Acts 29. And so, uh, we were able to support. I've heard of them. Have you heard of them, Daniel? Acts yes. 29? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, little, little, little known fact again about Spanish river chapters and acts though. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. There's 28. That's why it's, Cause it's 29, 29 and it's the last one. Yeah. But I'm yeah, drop a knowledge bomb on you. Yeah, dude. Oh, go I know. Ahead. I know. Go ahead, doctor. Knowledge bomb. So, uh, <laughs> go ahead, doctor. um, one of the co-founders of Acts 29 was David Nicholas. The, oh, the crazy. Planting. So Spanish River, this church that you're from, yeah. was one of the founding That is correct. Members. Okay. But again. It's all coming together. It kind of goes with the Spanish River vibe. It's like that's, that not a ton of people know that. I think it's crazy how you would come into it, be part of a church, like you said, and say to the person, literally say to them, I have no desire to do this. I know you're a church planning church. First of all, you knew they were a church planning church. Yeah, I grew up in it. Got saved there. I don't want to do this. And then three years later, you're out planning a church. Yeah. So the culture, what that Mm. says to me was the culture was so Mm. strong about church planting that people caught that vision. That's good. And that's what I want Mm. for our church. Because... I have a strong passion for church planning. I'm hosting a church planning podcast. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm, what I'm doing mm-hmm. with uh, CGN and with Cultivate. But at my church that we're planting, that is going to become a normal church at some point. Mm-hmm. We don't know when. The jury's still out. I want that to be a mentality. I want people to be like, oh, so when are we planting that church? Or mm-hmm. when is it, what, how's that church going over there and wherever yeah. that we planted? Mm-hmm. I heard some good advice on that, though, as far as setting culture when you're church planning. And if mm-hmm. you want that. Bake it into Tell the us. DNA right now. Ooh. So from the start, you, you start with what you want and the desire. So Bake like for, for, for example, for us, um, we're called Redemption Church, uh, even though we're part of the Calvary Chapel movement. My dad was bivocational most of his church planning life. Coming to Parachute, I knew it would be a few years slower. So I was like, we're not going to have a building. 
<laughs> you know, I'm what's probably, that? What's yeah, a building? I'm probably going to be, I'm going to be working. We're not going to have a building. I'm trying to reach people. Like you need to say just church and redemption's a good one. Okay. Let's put it together. Let's move on about the gospel. Okay. So yeah. it was very simple, but I think it's it was really important to, from the get go, bake it in and like with 10% of our ties and offering going yeah. church planning. Whoa. Um, so talk about baking it in. What is that? Like, how do you bake something in? Like you add it from the, it's a part of your fundamental like ingredient. ingredient before be, like a cookie goes into an oven and becomes all delicious. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But as you're mixing it together, you can eat raw cookie dough as well. Mm -hmm. And you have to add some things you in get there. Salmonella, I think. Well, you know, if you don't add egg, you're good <laughs> okay, to go. All right. But so, there's a doctor in the house. So just oh, come, yeah, come doctor, see me if, do we get if you get sick. Okay. Exactly. So, so like I, 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 when I wanted to say, okay, I want a culture of church planning. And it's probably going to take a lot of energy and effort. I'm not going to have a church planning residency year one. So do I wait three, four, five years? No, I'm going to bake it in. So we're all of it. So, so every six weeks I had, uh, someone come in and that those people would usually be church planners, hmm. missionaries. Uh, we would like where our, where our funds would go with the things that we wanted to value. Right. Um, so talking about where the funds go, because people who don't, value or understand the importance of church planting um we're they're learning we're trying to teach mm -hmm. them we're baking mm -hmm. it in what would you say to like a congregation member or someone who's giving faithfully tithing faithfully to the church and then they're if you do a annual report or whatever they're saying whoa how, why are we doing 10 percent and just giving our money to somebody somebody else as a church why don't we use that on kids programs or more stuff for us mm -hmm. like what's the answer to that is it just slow process or I like, mean what's your I, I, I get I get want, asked this all the <laughs> you time you look like but, you wanted to answer yeah, but he's the expert in, no, no 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 I said do you want to answer hop in I've got something to share but you hop in well the only reason I say is because people have specifically asked me that over and over again because I'm bivocational we have mm. a small budget we've always been a smaller church uh -huh. and so people have literally literally fought me because that means I can't go on staff full time mm -hmm. Because I'm. Why actually, are you giving the money away, Daniel? You yeah, can be on staff. Yeah, this this tithe is for you and the pastor, and I'm like, no, this is God's money. You're not mm -hmm. tithing to me. Mm -hmm. We're tithing to the Lord, and if we, as a leadership, feel this is where God's going and directing us, and then well, that's what we want to do. Mm -hmm. So I've had to have a lot of conversations, and I've had to teach them. I think that our the way that we even do our budget is important. We teach about tithing, giving, being generous, and so we are called to make disciples. And there's no better. Um, way to cultivate a church plan is through another local church. That's I want to get a button that when you say cultivate, it said that makes like a little sound. You I should. Like, yeah. Just good. No, but I like that thought. That's good. That's you know good. what I mean? Like, yeah. so uh, just for me, I, I've had more of a defensive people coming at me personally because they love me and care about yes. me. But I will say this, a lot of people in our church stick and go to our church because we're so generous and because we're all about church planning missions. What do, you think, what do you think, Casey? They just love it. What I think is, I'm glad that this guy answered first because he has a lot of skin in the game. Like he is... Um, He's making a sacrifice, it sounds like, personal sacrifice. Yeah, I mean, I've seen this for a decade from this guy. It's all about Jesus, and he's like ride or die. You know, like he came in for nobody knew him, dropped in. Guys would have tapped by, by this point. And so, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know who's listening right now, but like finding... Uh, guys around you who will help you not tap and, mm. and just bounce out when you want to because I'm sitting next to a guy who I feel like there, there's there's a, a decent amount of dudes who would not be here right now but 
but Daniel just, he kept making about Jesus and he had people around him that, that continued to, to love and support that. And so anyways, that's just kind of a side, no, that's respect. That's, but, but he, so when good. you ask these questions, it's, it's his answers are more costly than mine Yeah. because I, what I, what I more told invested. you, I came with like a budget and yeah. pe- and like people 10 miles down the road. Yeah. So, um, to, to the 10% question, uh, I would say that it's sort of like why my kids you know, tithe, you know, or, or I want them to tithe when they start getting money. It's like, okay, so we're baking it in and I'm going to explain, I'm, I'm going to posture you for the right position. Eventually you're going to have your choice in this, but I'm going to posture you. I'm going to teach you about tithing. And so for the church, I feel like there's a, there's an element of like, I'm going to ask you as an individual to tithe and we're going to tithe as a church. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, I don't want to ask you to do something that we are not going to do corporately. And this is where our tithe goes. And then why here? Well here, because we wouldn't be here unless another church did this. Right. That's a good answer. So like, dude, like how can you, you like your church? We wouldn't be here if it was for someone else doing it. It's hard to argue. Yeah. That's logic. That's like, you know, that's why they give you the doctorate, bro. Okay. All right. All right. I like, I love where's that. The, where's the doctor button? Ding. Ding. That doctor. should be a button. That should be a button. That's all. It's hard work. People don't understand that. It's to hard get... work being so smart, huh, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> no, but when you write a thesis and when you write oh, doing okay. all the different stuff, I ain't got no doctorate. No. It's my education. I actually got a, a four-year degree in business and marketing. Is that right? Yeah. I yeah. I actually planted a church when I was 17. Then I got married in 19, and at 20, I had my four-year degree in the church I was going to. What kind to, they of church said. did you plan at 17? T- t- talk about this church. Oh, geez. <laughs> it was an accidental church, all right? That's all I'm going to say about that. I had a Bible study. Another guy in my church, accidental he had a college. 29. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was an accidental 29 <laughs> church. So I, another guy had a Bible study. He said, hey, I teach the Bible a little bit better. You play music a little better. Let's combine our stuff. It grew out of one house to another house to a building to people started tithing to be like, what the heck is that? Why are we having all these people, people getting saved, stuff like that? So we eventually put it under a leadership because we accidentally planted a church Mm -hmm. and then people started calling us pastors and said it was uh, awesome. Wow. Wow. Awesome. I didn't know that. I know. It's, that's I, well. I don't. You know. You don't really like claim your accidents. It's just yeah, things. Right, I was right. just serving Jesus. I don't right. know what happened. Well, we like it. Yeah, we like it. So coming back to your church and ministry, you do you feel like you have that culture of church planting, like you kind of adopted from Spanish River, and um, I guess what I would the question I would ask is, like how. We've already asked how to get that. You got to you got to bake it in. But how do you how do you maintain that? Like, and what level of support do you continue on with these church plants that you're a part of and that you're investing in? Yeah. So you know we're we're automatically ten percent of our budget's gonna, okay. gonna always go to church. So that's planting. a given. Yeah. Ten percent always church planting. That's in, and um, it's actually part of being in the Acts Twenty Nine network. But we were doing it. You know, prior to that was just kind of our part of our ethos was mm-hmm. like this is this is what we want to be, and and so that wasn't that that hard of a shift. Or we were we were close. I, for, I forget exactly where we were, but anyways, um, so, so how does it, how does it like become contagious? Um, you know, I think, or how do we maintain that? I mean, because here, here's what it could be. What it could be is like the way you pay your electrical bill. Okay. It's like set on, you know, like Auto. repeat yep. and it's like, okay, we, we, this is a bill. Yeah. And so one of the, one of the ways that, and, and it's in, in some ways it has become that to me, you know, at times when I'm not careful to, uh, really like, as Daniel likes to say, cultivate 
that. Um, <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. yeah. So the way well, I, think I don't know what the sound <laughs> is. So when, I, when I'm Cultivate. not, you know, intentional about that, it can become that. And, and yeah. so, you know, one of the things that's, that's been uh, recent, even just for, for me, because I feel like if, if, the, if the lead pastor isn't living and breathing this, then it's going to be, I don't know how it, how it becomes cultural. I'm not sure. Maybe it could. But, but so for me, right. I've, I've repositioned part of my role uh, to have regular contact and support with uh, the guys that the 10% is going to. Okay. And I know that's not like earth shattering. Like I probably should have just been doing that anyways. It, just, it was like somebody else was doing it. And it was like, yeah. no, like I need to own this. And so, um, you know, so that's just like a systematic, Hey, phone call or like, how you doing? How's your family praying yeah, for you? Yeah, man. And, and so, uh, so that, and then w once it, once it gets into my bones at that personal level, then it comes out in messages or it comes out, you know, Hey, yeah. we can highlight, you know, these guys and I can tell stories as opposed to just like, Hey, we give 10%. Right. Yeah. It's much more meaningful. What would you say to someone who's part of a church that they're listening to this, they're, they're watching what God's doing through Acts 29, through Cultivate, through Harbor, some of these other sand, um, Spanish River. I like that name, by the way, Spanish River. It's kind of like, it's Good almost song. like exotic a little bit. Named after uh, a street, but yeah, okay. Okay, ruined it. It's sort of like, it. no, sort of like it. West Church. West Church, yeah, that's yeah. how we come up with our name. Like, we're in West Bradenton and we're a church. West oh, Church. Oh, it's huge. Mind-blowing. It's, it's great. It's huge. Yep. Um, but what I was saying is how do you, so you're, you're listening to this, you're listening, you're, you know, podcasts about church planting, you're, you have a heart for it, maybe a vision of one day church plant. You're going to a church, great church, but there's not that culture. Mm. There's mm -hmm. not that vision. Like how can you help? Like what should you do at that point? You want this to be part of, you love your church. You want this to be part of it, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, what do you do for that leadership? You want to answer it? So a couple of things come to mind. Um, so if I'm that guy, you know, maybe I'm going to, um, you know, pick up a church planting book, you know, and just kind of like Google whatever, you know, and, and I mean, if you guys have suggestions that, you know, now's the time, you know, a book and I'm going to maybe grab three or four other guys and we're just going to do like a, you know, six mm. weeks study on the book and, and we're going to see what God That's does good. with it. I'm going to also maybe ask my church leadership. So do we support any church plants? Yeah. Yes or no. Okay. So if yes, then I'm going to make it uh, like an intentional effort to build a relationship with that church planter. And if not, that's cool. I'm going to find another, you know, legit church plant, mm -hmm. you know, maybe go to Acts 29 or is it CGN? Yeah. yeah. So, so cultivate. It, cultivate. Yeah. I'm going to go there. I'm going to, I'm going to find maybe the closest planter to where I am and yeah. I'm going to start building a relationship with him. Then I'm going to start like sharing testimony of like what's going on and I'm going to celebrate it. Not with like a you know, weird manipulative agenda, mm -hmm. but like, it's just cause like we're supposed to celebrate God's move. Right. Yeah. Because no one's going to be, no lead pastor is going to be like, don't talk about church planting. Yeah, right. That's, you know, wrong. Right. They like their, they love, like people love missions. They love church planting, but it may not be their thing. So and I then, love it. And then I might just say, I might come to leadership and say, Hey, would you guys mind? Uh, or would you consider like, if I became like a, a you know, either official or unofficial liaison to, to some church planters and I represented our church to two or three guys locally. And what that means is like, I just hear their stories. I find out what's going on in their family and, and I just commit to praying for them. And then maybe if they have needs, you know, at Christmas or we just want to bless them, like I'll bring it to you guys and you can say yes or no, you know? So like in that way, I'm going to, I'm creating a sort so of good. position yeah. where like God systematically, but also like 
spirit led, you know, it's that, it's that yeah, yeah, it's organized, yeah. but it's organic. Yep. And, and I've created a space now for, for that to become a reality. That's so good. I love that. I didn't know, I didn't have an answer for that. If someone would have asked me that, I was like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so th- I love that. And I hope, I mean, some of you are listening and you're part of a church like that. That's, that's great. Get well, connected. I, I would also say too, like that's very relational, very pastoral, but there's a lot of people even that have a heart for the nations, for missions, for church planning, um, that they could financially give. They could financially mm, support. That's good. That's good. They could listen to messages. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, don't underestimate. Here's a, a crazy story. For a decade, we have one family friend that has supported our family in the church plant, $100 a month Dang. for the last 10 years. Mm. That's and they're just like, we just, and they just give it to the church. We just love what you're doing. We believe in you. We care about every time we go back to Washington, we see them. They're praying for us that we walk through life. They don't expect anything, but they just say, what you're doing is of the heart of God. We want, we want to be in tune to that. We want to support church planning. And they just faithfully send hundred bucks every month. That's awesome. So then Jesus, Jesus takes that to the degree of saying like, you know, where your finances and your treasure is there, your heart will follow. Yep. So their heart has followed you even, yep. even though they're still wherever they are. And because they have a heart connection to you, then when they're in their community, whether their community is a church planning community or not, they're, they're a significant part of that community and their heart mm-hmm. now can speak to church planting in a way that other people, other people can't. And so I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And I think um, that, I think comes with us even as lead pastors or those that when we talk about budget giving, we have to give finances to people mm. we love and support because we need to give our heart as yeah, well. It's good. It's hmm. not just even There's if a they, connection. Yeah. Even with, um, with example, Will Torres, he did a church planning residency with us and he was in a position where he didn't necessarily need money at a point, a certain point. But I was like, we're still going to give you money for the next year because we need to do we this to and do we it. are with you. So even if it's a minimal thing, and even if you want to go give that money away to another church mm-hmm. planner, we're going to do this because we are, we are doing this together and you have our heart yeah. and to let people know that it's really important. Man, that's so good. So good. And yeah. speaking from a pastoral perspective, if someone came up to me like that and said, you know, we really love this church plan and, and we're, we want to support them and they have some needs, would be willing to, like, I would love to enable that. I mean, I'm a, right. I love church planning, yeah. so I guess obviously, but I'm, I'm thinking of other senior pastor, lead pastors. Yeah. Someone who shows that initiative and has a heart for the gospel and church planning, you're going to give them some space. I right. mean, unless you're just a real meanie. Yeah. There's none of those out there, but those, so. <laughs> There's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of meanies out there. I've, I have another question because you yeah. give not only finances, but I think to, like you said, space, organic, you said, and mm-hmm. organized. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd love for you to speak in the culture of, you know, I think sometimes it gets discouraging when we don't have a, a, a guy or a family or a team coming out of our church. Mm-hmm. How do you give space to uh, invest in God's kingdom and come alongside other church plants in our area. Cause that's something that we do regularly. We yeah. have a cohort we're mm-hmm, a part of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so would you just talk about what God's doing in our area as far as, um, church United partnership and even having the question of like, how can we plant a church together? Yeah. So thanks for that. And yeah, we're a part of uh, something here in, in uh, South Florida region called church United and it's a movement. 
and um, it's just basically churches banding together and and saying hey the primaries are the primaries like Jesus the gospel resurrection forgiveness sin and so we can let secondary things be secondary but we can be together for faith hope and love and we think that we can do some things together uh, better than we can do on our own and so that's that's really the mission of, of Church United is to see the gospel move forward together and and so one of the outworkings of that has been um, Church United is really uh, invested in the health of uh, pastors and planters. So healthy pastor, healthy planter, healthy church is their, is their thought. And so with that role, uh, they've, they've begun some cohorts. And we, we're a part of a cohort, Daniel and I. Um, it's just a Church United Soul Care cohort. And it's, it's pretty open, but it's, to, you know, we've, there's, there's about 10 guys on the roster, if you will. Um, and uh, we, we try to do a monthly gathering. Uh, and just uh, you know, have lunch and uh, talk about kind of what's going on. We read, we've read a book together. You know, mm-hmm. we've done different things, and you know, basically the idea is um, you know being being known and being loved, uh, and we we create a space for that. And then out of that unity, you know, um, that so so we're familiar with John 17 that that they might be one, comma that the world would know that that you Father sent me. And so there's like a real evangelistic outworking of unity. And so for us, man, it's, it's been, it's been a lot of relational building, but then it leads to partnering together on like the Ukrainian effort from, we have a pastor who's, who's, you know, um, involved in that. Um, or it's simply like relational support for us as we try to figure out like home life or balance, things like that. And so yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's, it's been really awesome to, to come together and to know that, Hey, this out of this togetherness that we can have like, um, you know, an, an expectation that God's going to do something missional. Yeah. Wow. I love that. And man, we had that up in uh, Bellingham and Washington when we planted too. just a, a network of pastors who were not necessarily church planting, but just in one heart with, for the gospel, different denominations, networks. And I think more and more as the, the days get darker, that the church is going to be united together more and more. I hope, I hope, mm-hmm. I pray. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Casey, I appreciate you. Uh, we're asking one question before we go of everybody that comes on the show. No warning. And no warning, no warning. I'm ready. The question is, what I wish I would have known. So what is the one thing, I mean, maybe more than one, but just say one thing that you wish you would have known then that you do know now about the church plant and how it would go and what you would do. It's all about Jesus. <laughs> like, yeah. I, like uh, I seriously. How, didn't, how did you not know that at the beginning? That's the question, I guess. Well, because I thought it was, I thought it was all about the gospel. So I want to okay. make, I want to be clear. To, to make a little bit distinction. of a distinction okay. because yeah. the gospel is the gospel is good news right yep. and we're, we're familiar with the gospel and and in a sense it is all about the gospel but it's good news that leads you to the person of Jesus it's not just the transactional news about the gospel and so for me like what I know now is that when I make it about Jesus like moment by moment I have uh, an increase of joy peace I'm able, I have an increase of authority. I have vision. I have wisdom. I have, I have like an experience of, of like the presence of God that I, I have been, I feel like quick to lose over 12 years because I'm, I'm attracted to shiny things. And so, uh, along the way it, it, you know, the, and the gospel, don't get me wrong, right? Like the gospel is our bedrock, but it, again, it leads to the person of Jesus. But if in that if in that understanding of, of the gospel and Jesus being linked, 
that works. But if in that understanding of like, oh, well, I share the gospel, but then I'm also into attendance or I'm also into like my location or I'm also into, you know, getting getting the right people on the bus. Th- those aren't bad things. They're not they're not bad things. Or I'm also into like developing leaders again, really cool stuff. But, you know, it's like Jesus when he talks about like seeking first the kingdom and then all that stuff gets added. So I wish I would have known just how important my own life health would be because I'm, I'm somebody who I'm, we're actually going <laughs> to speaking of church United, Daniel and I tonight are doing a workshop together with a third church called God in fear. It's a mental health workshop. And so I am somebody who has had a very long and consistent struggle with anxiety. Uh, and, and so for me personally, but also for us as a church, I, I wish I would have known and I wish I would have had somebody coaching me along that said, that's good, that's good, that's good, but how is it about Jesus? How is it about mm-hmm. Jesus? How, how are you consistently, I'm, and I'm not even talking about quiet time and like, like that's been consistent. I'm talking about like moment by moment, how is your heart continuing being to, to be continued to be postured towards the person of Jesus and, and not the work of Jesus or the results of the ministry? Um, I think that would have been really helpful for me to thrive as a person. I'm learning it now. Uh, and for us to thrive as a church and to keep some primary things primary and, and secondary things secondary. Wow. You answered that faster than anybody. It's all about Jesus. I love it. And that explanation, spot Beautiful. on. I've got, a lot to, I've got a lot to think about, man. It's been so great having you on the, the show, Casey. Dr. Casey Cleveland. The living Ladies legend. Ladies, ding, ding, ding. So the blessed li- to serve with babe, you here. Yeah, in dude. City. I wish I Catherine, lived over here just so I could hang you. out with all you guys. That's right. But, uh, Honored to be with you guys and to... Uh, co-labor with you guys and um how cool is it that we're getting to do this and we just experience the spirit of the lord but there's a there's like a banquet table one day where where like we're gonna it's gonna be a similar we'll be together you know but like no sin no shame all that stuff all that brokenness gone gone man so that's the day foretaste it's like a day like a good appetizer let's go out and plant some churches and tell more people about that love it that's right it's all about jesus (laughs) it's all about jesus love it casey thanks again thanks daniel for being with us again Uh, god bless and if you're listening uh www.cultivatechurchplanning.com you can connect with us and uh take those next steps plant a church a thousand in ten years god bless all right Hey, thanks for joining us today at the Cultivate Church Planting Podcast. For more information on church planting or to get involved with the Cultivate program, visit cultivatechurchplanting.com. You can also find us on social media and YouTube at Cultivate Church Planting. We'll see you next time.